0: Evil Dead 2, who needs a hand when you have a chainsaw? Here's
1: Johnny! <laughs> Welcome to my world,
0: bitch.
1: Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho Ha <laughs> ha When you're down here with me, you flip like down! You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie?
0: what's up guys welcome to the friday the 14th podcast i am one half of your host mr fuentes
1: and i'm the other half the bad guy nick h and the h is silence
0: man it's so crazy because every time you say h i hear it but i really don't because it's silent it's pretty insane So what's going down, man? What's going on with you, man? How are things?
1: How are things since the uh, Halloween Kills review?
0: Yeah, Just... man. Are you pretty for Halloween? You gonna dress up as something exciting?
1: Uh, dress up as from one of the witches from Hocus Pocus.
0: One of the witches from Hocus Pocus?
1: But nah, me, I'm you, not... and Franco, or what? <laughs> Should.
0: I get the blonde witch? I'll be the prettiest. <laughs> yeah. Cheater. Uh, so today we're going to be reviewing one of the cult classic franchise, or uh, from the cult classic, one of the movies from the cult classic franchise, Evil Dead. Uh, we're going to be doing Evil Dead 2 today. Um, Nick, why didn't we do Evil Dead 1?
1: I don't know. You're not want who to do Evil Dead 2.
0: <laughs> You're right. Well, Evil Dead 2, to me, is, like, the hallmark. I mean, om- om- honestly, honestly, the first one obviously had a big impact on a lot of people when they watched it. But the second one, to me, was the one that actually, like, gained the cult classic following. It polished up a lot of the first one. And actually, it was um, it was just really cool, honestly, because, uh, you know, from what I gathered you know, reading kind of the reviews and stuff like that. Uh, evil dead was Sam, uh, Raimi, Raimi, right? That's how you say it. Sam Raimi's Sam Ramey's first, um, one of his first movies he ever like tried to get fully done professionally or professionally as best as he could. Uh, I believe he got like some kind of loan or something like a hundred thousand dollars. And, um, and he went on, on this movie and it became like a cult, like a hit, like, um, actually the um, you know a lot of the people didn't um, it was like a one of a kind of its own movie because at that time like horror was kind of like I get this is 81 by the way so when the first People dead came out and horror was kind of like horror it wasn't really um, like obviously it had its cheesiness like in some of the older horror movies like if you go watch the old like Wolfman or the old um, like aqua monster thingy stuff like that like they were kind of cheesy you know they're older and they were trying to you know do their best in a sense um but they took them real seriously but you know a lot of the people knew that it was fake you know it was cheesy so to me evil dead the original one was kind of like a um they were doing like the same type of uh, movie but they were actually adding a little bit of slapstick humor inside of it and stuff that kind of at the time wasn't like really allowed (laughs) because everyone was like no like this is that's not how you make a horror movie you don't add funny into a horror movie so it was kind of a first of its kind whenever it came out and then uh whenever part two whenever they wanted to do part two like everyone was like dude nobody's gonna give you all the money to do part two like everyone hated part one like all the film producers hated part one and at that time, they started doing other movies, and uh, Sam Raimi was actually starting to do other movies, and uh, kind of getting his name out there in a sense. And um, actually, whenever it came time to produce the movie, he, um, Steven Spielberg, was actually a real big fan of uh, the first Evil Dead movie, and he convinced people a group of people to help finance Evil Dead 2 because he was such a big fan of the first one and they needed help with the financing. So it was pretty cool um, that that kind of happened in a sense Uh, because Evil Dead 2 and especially Evil Dead 3 uh, Army of Darkness was never supposed to happen but it did. You know, when there's a will, there's a way and I thought that, you know, I think that's what makes this one even cooler because, uh, you know, they got a second chance on a series they didn't think they were going to get a second chance on. And I think they pulled through and did a really good job um, with what they had. And even with what they had, you know, people will kind of probably say, oh, yeah, they still use cheesy makeups and stuff like that here and there. But um, they still, I think, pulled off something really good. So I really enjoy this movie anyway. Enough of the little synopsis about the beginning filming synopsis of Evil Dead 2. Uh, So Evil Dead 2 is directed by Sam Raimi. It stars uh, Bruce Campbell. It also has uh, Sarah Barry, who played Annie Noby, which was uh, Ash's... uh, Ash Williams is the main character. Ash's um, girlfriend that he went in. So um, it also stars... Actually, what what's actually kind of cool about this movie is it is a very limited cast movie. I think, you know, they do show people, but really there's like five people in the whole movie. They show like little clips of other people here and there, but there's not that really that many people in this movie. And actually for the first like, you know, 35, 40 minutes, there's nobody else except for Ash and his dead girlfriend. And those are the only two actors for pretty much that whole first 30 minutes of that movie. I'm probably giving away a spoiler. Sorry about that. But um, I do, that's what I also kind of like about this movie is it was such a gripping movie, but a limited cast at the same time. Um, anyway, sorry. So Dan, uh, Dan Hicks played Jake. Cassie Wesley de Palva played Bobby Joe. Um, Sam Raimi's little brother, Ted Raimi, actually played the possessed Henrietta. Um, and then Henry Redder played by Lou Hancock, um, and Denise Beckler played Linda, and that's pretty much all y'all probably remember of this entire movie, um, watching it. The, um, if y'all didn't know, Ash's real first name is Ashley. His name is Ashley J. Williams. Um, anyway. So, a synopsis is it kind of um, picks up off from the last movie in a sense, where, um, you know, crazy things were happening um, and Ash was the sole survivor of the last movie. Um, it kind of picks up with a um, a little bit of a prequel kind of. I mean, it's still a spoiler, but it's kind of a remake of the first prequel, and I'll get into why that happened. But, uh, you know, it's pretty much Ash is stuck in this cabin, um, and he's trying to survive with the evil dead spirits that are attacking him and don't want him alive anymore. And that's the synopsis.
1: Snaps. The snaps. Nice snaps. Yeah, buddy. Uh spoiler for reading. hmm
0: I really like this series a lot I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to give it a 5 but I'm going to give it a 4.5 4.5 I
1: think uh, uh, yeah go ahead so, I enjoyed the, the film. Huh? Uh, so, I enjoyed the film a lot. Because um, I'm sitting around a, a 4 or 4.5. Because right now, I think I'm, I'm going to go with the 4. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah,
0: 4.5
1: and
0: a 4. Not bad, not bad. Um... So, if you haven't seen any of the Evil Dead movies at all, uh, all three of them are on HBO Max right now at the moment. Um, you can check out, yeah, the original, the um, oh, you can check out the original, the second one, <laughs> the third one, which is called Army of Darkness, the remake called the Evil Dead uh, as well, and I believe the series is also on there. I have to double check though, but Ash versus Evil Dead which is a series that got made about 5 or 6 years ago um that kind of picked up after years after the last evil dead movie ended um yeah go check out all those on hbo max um and yeah let's get into this movie so like I was trying to say earlier so i found out you know when they did the original um the original movie you know it kind of ends with like the evil dead kind of coming at ash and then it kind of like you know just that was the end of the movie you know so it kind of gave the illusion like he got attacked by the evil dead and he was dead i was reading an interview where they actually intended that to be ash's death was the evil dead coming and just hitting him and that was it um but then they decided, like, oh, well, we actually was a little more open-ended than we thought. If we wanted to bring it back, we could. Well, whenever they did the remake, apparently there was some, uh, I guess, the film company that they went under to originally release Evil Dead didn't want to give them the rights to use material from the original Evil Dead movie. Um, so they had to kind of remake the beginning that left out the sister that was in the movie uh, and their two friends and then ash's girlfriend and ash so that's why when you re-watch the evil dead 2 it doesn't really seem like it links with the first one because it kind of just takes out everyone that was in the first one except for ash and his girlfriend um so you don't if you never seen the first one you didn't even know that ash's sister also got possessed got stuck in the cellar and all that stuff that Nobody, if you don't watch the first movie, you never even knew that happened. Uh, When you go into the series, the Ash vs. Evil Dead, they actually talk about that, so I guess they got more of the rights in to be able to use some of those old, old material. Um, I guess whenever you get famous and have money, you can do whatever you want. But they weren't famous enough or had enough money yet, so they couldn't do whatever they wanted yet. Um, So yeah, that's why some people have seen the first one and the second one and kind of don't seem like they collide that's the reason is because of legal rights um as far as my favorite scenes uh, i i've talked about this before and like why i really like the freddy cougar or the freddy cougar series the nightmare on elm street series is that you know nightmare on elm street they actually did a real um big it was one of the horror movies where they Did a lot of goofy things too, as well. Kind of like almost similar to Evil Dead when you really kind of think about it. And if you really think about it, maybe even inspired the way the first Nightmare on Elm Street got made. But um, it like you know uses good artwork and stuff like that, and the and the the monsters and the blood and the gore and the way that they did things. Uh, Obviously, it's not real. It looks pretty fake when you really look at it and stuff, but you can't deny that the artists behind those things did a really good job of what they did. And I always appreciated those types of things. Uh, So that's one of my favorite things about this movie in general is that, you know, it was also low budget in a sense, um, but they did a real good job with what they had. I believe, you know, the artists did a real good job with the makeup, uh, you know, the different blood scenes, the moving around of like shelves and walls and, uh, even the deer um, head that moves and stuff like that. Um, but one of my all-time favorite scenes is the um, the scene where everyone starts laughing, like Ash starts laughing, because at this point, he's just lost it. Like, he, he, he just had to chop off his hand. He probably lost enough blood, or he's just delusional at this point. And he just starts laughing, and then everything in the room starts laughing with him. And, you know, when you're watching it, you know, you almost feel like you understand what he feels like. Like he's just going in completely insane. Like he doesn't even know if what's going on is real or not at that point in time, he's just laughing. And then all the in- inanimate objects are pretty much laughing at him, but he's like almost laughing even louder when they start laughing because he's like, no, like I'm not going to let y'all get it in my head. Like if I'm going to be crazy, it's not because of y'all it's because I'm crazy not because y'all are making me crazy. And so he was just like laughing hysterically. And one of my favorite parts is the little lamp. And it, it looks like it's laughing. Like someone's like, ha, 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 ha. the lamp's just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. That's They'd, yeah. like, they did it so perfect in that scene. Like even the bookshelves and the books that were like flapping, it looked like they were laughing. Like, ha, 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 ha. Um that was such just a perfect scene. Like everything they did in that little scene was just so good. Um, They did, yeah, a really good job on that scene. Um, And then another one of my favorite scenes is the, uh, the kitchen fight scene, which whenever I saw it, I remember talking about it uh, with my friend. I was watching it with, and I was telling him how um, I really enjoyed the scene because like, it takes a lot of work to like kick your own ass. Like, (laughs) you have to really like play that shit off pretty well. And he did like a flip, like where they flipped himself and stuff like that. And um, it actually turned out that that scene, and I didn't know this till just a a little bit before when I was doing my little bit of research that uh, that whole scene uh, was improvised by Bruce Campbell. Um, Like they told him what they wanted and Bruce just kind of went with it and did it. And um, it was a one, one take. It was all the first take. They kept it. That was the one that they uh, they ended up keeping. Was his very first take that he did for that scene. So I thought that was that makes makes the scene even cooler when you kind of know stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the only other funny thing I or favorite scene I have is dialogue wise. Well, I have a lot of favorite scenes, but I don't want to keep going and going. But my last big one was the. The head that was like on the ground, like I swallow your soul, I swallow your soul, I swallow your soul, and it's like swallow this. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, and of course the groovy scene, groovy, exactly. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm gonna let you go. I get too excited when I talk about Evil Dead.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I, I really like that whole scene a lot. Though the catch scene, of course, He's where his hands going crazy, and uh, I love how he just like. He doesn't even give a fuck. He just takes the chainsaw and just cuts his own hand off. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, now my hand are always big. I give up my hand. Um, or even. What the hell? Where are you at for this?
0: Oh, I'm at my work office. <laughs>
1: Or even uh, where his uh his dead girlfriend the, the head? Uh, she's like, she's like just has like freaking bite grip onto his hand, and he's like swinging all over the place mm-hmm. until he gets to the the shed area, and he just clamps her head there, <laughs> and then shane saw it. Of course, you don't see it; you see it go down, but you see like the the shadow silhouette. Yeah, boy, now that's pretty yeah. cool stuff.
0: Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, no, I really like that scene a lot. Uh, I think, you know, when you really think about, like, how much work gets put into, um, certain little scenes that, you know, um, like the whole little dancing scene, uh, whenever he's, like, hallucinating and he sees his dead girlfriend dancing and, like, her head, like, flying, like, going up and down, like, that's obviously, like, when you look at it, it's claymation. Um, but they did such a good job with, um, uh, that claymation like it was a really cool scene to watch and like the head go up and down and it was really artistically made it was a pretty cool scene as well um but yeah I mean there's a there's a lot about this movie you know to like you know from the um from the costume you know Henrietta and then when all the other people turn like evil even Ash you know at some point turns into an evil dead or a dead eye is what they're called, but um, you can tell, like you know, there's the makeup that gets put on and stuff. Uh, they did a really good job with all of that. Um, it is, it is kind of funny, like when you think about it. Like, so in the movie, maybe this is more plot holes later, but like he records himself saying the words out of the Book of the Dead. But then, just a recording of that guy saying words out of the Book of the Dead can bring back teachers from the Book of the Dead. Like, I don't know if that's how that's supposed to work. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot about this movie. Even the dialogue is almost like, I wouldn't say cheesy, but you know there is some of that acting in this movie. If there's a dislike, you can you can kind of tell in this movie like some of the acting's a little stiff. Like it's just kind of like I'm saying my lines and going to the next scene. Like oh my god, blah blah blah. Oh my god, blah blah blah. You know, um, you know, sorry, I just kind of went into dislikes because you know obviously, like I said, there's this is one of my I really like this movie. But if there's any dislikes I have, it's you know that uh acting of the other characters besides ash i think ash actually it's funny to me that ash ash almost overacts like he exaggerates all of his scenes which make his scenes so much better because i think you know personally if um if you just had to kill your girlfriend and kill her another time and then um you know that you would be laughing maniacally and crazy, and have these crazy like looks to your face whenever you're doing stuff too. Like, um, it's kind of funny because I was I was like make, I was making fun of him because I was like, dude, this guy's really good at like just crossing his eyes <laughs> at like certain scenes. Like he just did that a lot. He would just like make his eyes go different ways and stuff like that. Like it was always kind of funny to watch him like do stuff. Um, but uh, the other people, they were just like, just not as to me, just not as like, I don't know if they weren't experienced or whatever. They just weren't that great at their acting in a sense. Um, then there's, um, some of the camera shots, like you can tell, like they were trying to do, uh, some experimental shots here and there, like with some close-ups and different kind of colors and shapes and stuff like that. Um, A lot of them translated well, but some of them didn't. They were just some of them were just really weird and seemed out of place. Um, I think it was more toward almost the ending uh, that there was one that I was just like, that was weird. They're really just playing with camera angles at this point, um, just to make things look interesting. Um, So, like apparently, the original, which I doesn't knock this movie at all. But originally, the sequel was supposed to kind of be part three. The sequel, they wanted him to like end up in a medieval time, um, which is what happens in part three. And they almost like had to make... I don't know if they had to purposely do it, but I guess they decided they had to make a segue movie between him being at the house and him being in medieval time. So, you know, kind of for being a segue movie, this actually came out to be really good. Um, I want to say more of his iconic uh, lines from the Evil Dead series are going to actually be on the third one. Um, you know, where he says groovy a bit more. Um, he says, this is my boomstick. You know, one of another iconic line um, by Ash. I think it's kind of funny how they set up this one, too, because when you're looking through the book of the dead, you see a picture of, like, Ash with his gun and his chainsaw hand in the air. And it's almost like it was pretty funny. Cause like, I guess at this point he believed in the book, obviously, you know, that it's, you know, something of significance. So I don't know. I had, I didn't really re listen to it, but it sounded like he said, whenever the girl was like, who's that? And he's like, he's supposed to be the one that um, kills all the evil for good. And it's like he almost noticed it was him and said, I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> but I think what he said was he didn't do a very good job. But it was just him talking about himself. But I just thought it was pretty funny. Like He didn't even make the connection. He just like didn't even realize like he was the guy with the shotgun and the chainsaw. Or he did realize and he kind of made a joke like, well, fuck, I guess I'm the one that's going to have to deal with this shit later, I guess. Um, so it really... um. Hold on, one second. Uh, tsh, tsh. Sorry, um, but yeah, it was really cool. The um, like how they would try to put that stuff in there, and um, the beginning was actually really cool in this movie too. Like the way they were having like the writing in blood, like how they were talking about the formation of the Book of the Dead, or the Necronomicon. And they are doing all the different little artist things and stuff like that. At that point, I was just like, man, they really did come into some money. Because that didn't look like it was cheap animation for sure. Like it looked like pretty good animation. So pretty sure a good little chunk of budget went to that. Um But yeah,
1: I mean, is there anything you disliked about the movie? Disliked um can't really think of like any scenes as far as just I mean those characters kind of eh, yeah, was whatever. Just the over the other acting actors. They don't really care so much about their characters.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't really have too many dislikes just besides what I what I already described. Um yeah. Um so I think this would be a good time to shout out our homies from cinema movie podcast. Um, go check out cinema movie podcast. They, um, uh, have, they do reviews on movies just like we do. Uh, except they do more, uh, they do a broad range of genres, not just uh, horror like us. Uh, although they do do horror as well. Um, recently they think they just got done with their, um, Friday, the 13th series. Uh, they went through all the Friday, the 13th movies. Um, I think they I don't think they oh, they might be uh yeah, they went through all the Friday the thirteenth movies, um, which is on Thursday. So on Thursday they do like they kinda stick to a series and they kinda go through the whole series, either a film company or a um series like Nightmare on Elm Street, um Friday the thirteenth, uh possibly Harry Potter in the future. Um and then they're doing um on Mondays is pretty much um It seems like it's newer releases, but the new bigger ones. uh, Recently, uh, we reviewed Halloween Kills um, on last Saturday, and they uh, did release their review for Halloween Kills this Monday. So um, you could check out ours and then also check out theirs. Uh, We seem to have different perspectives on uh, certain things, or I wouldn't say different perspective as in what we like, just more of like how we describe them. So I would definitely check us both out and, you know, check out just to hear different perspectives of, of different scenes and different things. Um, but yeah, um, go check them out. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube on a uh, cinnamon movie podcast. It's cinnamon at C I C I N E dash men, M E N movie podcast. Um, but check them out. Good people, uh, good, good content, good stuff. Uh, they're pretty regular. So you know, you always can expect something from them uh, at least twice a week. So, thank you guys. Uh, check them out. And next is slogans. Yeah, slogans. Um. Well, my slogan. Well, the original slogan. I kind of looked for it. I didn't really see it. Um. The only thing was, like, this movie was actually its full title was Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. Um. It, um, mine was kind of like Evil Dead 2. Who needs a hand when you have a chainsaw? Evil Dead 2,
1: Groovy. They Evil Dead 2, no happy endings. No, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Evil Dead 2,
0: they let us make another one.
1: <laughs> Evil Dead 2 uh, shit. I just want to have a good time with my, my girlfriend and it, it's all everything just gets fucked up
0: Evil Dead 2 this is why you don't play with yourself
1: Evil Dead swallow this Evil Dead 2 swallow this. Hit Evil Dead 2. I'll
0: eat your soul. I'll eat your soul. <laughs> um Evil Dead 2. What happened to the other people from Evil Dead One? <laughs> um Evil Dead Two Did you see that dancing naked chick?
1: <laughs> That's naked claymation chick. Claymation chick? It was like it's it's funny, but at the same time it's very creepy. Yeah, super creepy. halloween kills
0: I'm trying to like see if there's any anything in here that I think should be worth mentioning Um, well, out of the three, um, out of the three Evil Dead movies, this is Bruce Campbell's favorite movie of the trilogy. Evil Dead 2, Bruce Campbell's favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how you would have ended it, huh? Yeah. How? See, how I would have ended it is. Ashes finally kills the evil dead and he stands in front of a supermarket and he lets everyone know the story of the evil. Oh, just kidding. That's the ending of this, the third movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really hard to like give an ending to something that obviously is going to have a sequel. Like how you would have ended it. If you mess up the ending, do we still get the sequel? Um hmm... how I would have ended it. Now, I'm not gonna say it's a perfect ending, but I don't think I would have ended it really any other way. I mean unless we're just gonna get really ridiculous. like he should have he should have shot the head, he should have shot the body. He should have shot everything in the vicinity until everything blew up. Just blew up the freaking deer head just for laughing. You know, everything that was laughing at him just the lamp, lamp. yeah, especially that damn lamp. Shoot that thing in the face. And right in the the freaking freaking light bulb. Um definitely that deer. I would have definitely doubt that shot that deer in the face. Um, let me think. Yeah, because it's I mean, it's a really cool ending, to be honest. Like, you know, it's kind of th- this is probably one of the most I mean, I wouldn't say lamest things, but one of the semi lamest things to me is like chick gets randomly stabbed. Like it's like They were trying to find quick ways to kill off, you know, everything and everyone and get everything kind of ended to where Ash was the only survivor again and then him getting pulled into the vortex. So I thought it was a little cheesy that the chick got stabbed and killed like almost immediately uh, right when it was about to end. Um, I think maybe if there was a way for her to have like fell into the thing with Ash um, whenever he got put into the vortex, I think that would have been cool. I mean, dude, they took his car with him. That's fucking badass. you know he got put in the past. You got to see evil you know because evil turned into its incarnate physical form or whatever. So like you got to see that cool badass um, piece of art that they did for the monster that's supposed to be evil um, and then the giant like tree branch that like grabs him and picks him up um. I mean, he got to fight basically evil. Like, I don't know, it's just cool. And Maybe maybe that would have been more cooler. Like, what if, like, it ended to where, like, evil incarnated into, like, maybe a more um, human-sized thing, and him and Ash had, like, a real kind of clash, like, battle for a little bit before the demon was like you know what f this shit and then the big monster came in through the door and the hands come in through the thing maybe that would have been a little more um kind of cool scene you know to have um just to kind of show off a little bit of ash's you know fighting skill and you know what he's kind of learned in that little bit of time uh because you know ash wasn't isn't like really a fighter or anyone special like ash is your normal average guy which i think you know makes him a lot more appealing to regular people like i would say regular people i guess like you and me because i don't want to say we're regular people but you know just normal people like you know we don't have superpowers we're not trained in very many things and but yet we have to learn these things really fast to survive and that's what ash you know did he had to learn how to do stuff really fast to survive and um you know that's what makes him el jefe And, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's how I would The only difference I would have had is that evil would have incarnated into a human form so they could have fought a little, and then the big demon thing would have came, and then everything would have happened, how it happened. That's the only way I would have changed it.
1: Sounds cool. Um, I don't know. Can't really think of an actual ending. What I think would have been a uh, pretty hilarious is during that whole uh, getting sucked up into a different uh, area, is it that that girl's body also got sucked up. And also, he falls down, and her body is just right next to him, too. Mm-hmm. The knife in the back. <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, that's what I was telling him. I was like, dude, you got, to get, you got to grab the Kendarian dagger, bro. It's the only thing that kills the demons. He didn't grab it. Instead... It stabbed her.
1: Is yes, he said head.
0: <laughs> which I haven't seen the third one in a long time, but I don't know if that dagger comes into play because in the T V series they have the Kendarian dagger, which is the only really the only thing that can kill a demon from the book. Um, is that dagger. So <sighs> You know, it seems silly to introduce it into the movie. You know, I've always said this before, you know, they don't really show, um, you know, movies are polished. They don't really show something in a movie or a play that doesn't have any significant meaning. And they kind of showed the dagger like it had some kind of significant meaning and they never used it the entire movie. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of weird to me that, you know why would you show the book and the dagger right next to it, and then the dagger would be a big part of everything if you're never gonna use it? I guess that's kind of a little plot hole. So I wonder if they use it in the third one. I haven't seen the third one in a while, but um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it doesn't show up in that movie. So it's um, it's really weird that they put it in the movie but never used it for anything. Um, but yeah. Uh, I guess a little bonus that I will give y'all before we end this show today is there is an Evil Dead um, musical. I've seen it twice already in my life. And I have to tell anyone that's watching that if the Evil Dead musical is playing anywhere near you, you need to go see it. It is one of the best horror comedy musicals ever that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's probably the only horror comedy musical Needs to be I've ever seen in my entire life, but it's just so good. Like they did, they do such a good job uh, in that movie, and the actors that usually play it. Like I've seen it twice, I think, once in like 2000 and probably 12 or so, and then I seen it last year, I believe. Um, it was over here at Harbor Playhouse, and I went and saw it. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a really freaking, it's a really funny musical uh there's even a soundtrack you can download online somewhere um of the entire musical but it's a it's a really funny musical it's really fun it's a really fun musical definitely uh one of my top favorite things that i've ever seen in my entire life so if you ever get the chance you should definitely see the evil dead musical it's definitely not a waste of your time and it's definitely a good time a fun time um, also, if no one warns you, before you go into the theater, wear clothes. You don't mind getting stained blood red because that's a big part of it is just fake blood just everywhere in the audience, like all the time. Like I just, all, all white? That's what I wanted to do, to be honest. <laughs> actually, well, I actually have my t-shirt. I'm pretty sure I still have my shirt. I bought an Evil Dead shirt. What happened to it? Holy shit. I don't know what happened to it, but it's an evil dead shirt that they purposely print like evil dead, uh, in the front and it's all white and you wear it during your, um, during your show performance and you can get all the, all the redness stained into it. Um, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. I would definitely recommend that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, pretty much it. If you've never seen the evil dead series, uh, I highly recommend part two and part and part three and part one is definitely a good, just how everything started. Uh, It is like, I think I've tried to say before, I don't want to downplay it. They did what good, what they had, but it's definitely one of those movies where you're like, wow, this is obviously their first time trying to do this. (laughs) Um, But part two does a very good job of redeeming all that. And part three is just even even better. like uh, well, At least with the effects and like the stuff that they get to do on that movie compared to this movie. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend it. Uh, Evil Dead also came out with a video game recently. Um, you can download on Switch and stuff like that. And you can play as Ash and some of the other people from the series and the movie and in the in the game and fight off Deadites and stuff. So I'm just giving That's you all cool. that little bit of... Info, if you ever want to check that out. Um, but, yeah. That's uh, pretty much all I got. Anything else, Mr. Nick? With the uh, Silent H?
1: The Silent H. <laughs> They're actually releasing a uh, 4K set of uh, Evil Dead. Whereas 1, 2, and uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. The series. comes oh, yeah. out next I ha- month?
0: I have... Um, I have... Ashford's Evil Dead, season one and season two. I need season three, but I have them in Blu-ray, but not four K. Anyway. Fan- I'm still not fancy enough
1: to have. I don't them know how that players. the gonna look in person, but I'm pretty sure look pretty nice. Yeah, 4K. I mean back in
0: the back in the day, I remember. Uh, you remember Fye?
1: Yeah, I right, was it? have one in San Antonio, but not yeah,
0: here there was one here. There used to be one here um but i remember when i used to go in there every time i would go to the mall there was the fye i would go in there and check out the newest albums and stuff and they would always have that little section of collectibles and they had a freaking evil dead one and two and it was the necronomicon like in like plastic but not in plastic but like actually like rigid like it looked like the actual it felt like a leathery book and it had the face in the front it was it was pretty neat um it would be something cool to have at some point in my life is to have like a little collectible Necronomicon with the DVDs. Um, so maybe I'll look for that in the future. Um, yeah, I think, um yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, but yeah, well, I guess if that's it, then I guess it's time to sign off. Um thank you all for joining again. We, we do appreciate y'all jumping in. Um, sorry if I geeked out a little on certain parts of, uh, this, uh, podcast. I really do enjoy this, uh, series It it's always been something fun that I could watch. And, um, it always kind of made me laugh and smile. Um, I know it's a horror movie, but you know, it has a lot of slapstick in it and just little funny lines and things just really, um, really kind of, you know, it, it makes it just a rewatchable movie. And, um, like I said, there's little things, you know, that I would say. You know, besides its age, and honestly, I don't even want to be this way, but because of its age, and because of like the production, I feel like I can't give it that solid five. I think I want to give it, but I'm still going to keep it a four point five. Um, because it is a good, it is a movie that I'll rewatch for sure, and not because it's like the greatest movie ever, but because it has some of that slapstick and some of that uh, stuff that just makes you laugh and smile. It has a, it really has a good replay value. I think um, for you to watch over and over again. So it's going to get that 4.5, which is still not a bad rating. Um, But yeah, again, thank you all for uh, joining us today. And um, we may even have another, uh, another special. Let's see. Is our next one going to be in November? Yeah, our next one would be in November. But uh, we may have a special thing coming for y'all, so keep a lookout for the rest of this month um, for another possible drop before our um, next movie review. And actually, I just remembered. um, Do you have the next movie review?
1: Next movie review. um, So I was kind of scrolling through movies, and I thought this movie would be a nice revisit again. Um, was the movie that me and Franco enjoyed seeing at the movie theaters, we've seen this movie like maybe once, twice <laughs> together. Um, the movie I'm talking about is The Gallows. You're seeing that movie. The what? The Gallows. The Gallows. Yeah. The Gallows is
0: that on HBO Max?
1: Yeah, yeah. HBO. Cool.
0: The Gallows on HBO Max. Yeah all right definitely yeah we'll have to check it out um all right so november 3rd the gallows we'll be reviewing that um i guess before the last thing i want to say is if we don't see y'all again before ha- halloween have a happy halloween this is um from what i hear um the month nick h's month
1: <laughs> the season of the bad guy yeah. The
0: season of the bad guy. That's what it was. I was like, man, I can't remember what he says
1: all the mm. time. But this is the
0: season of the bad guy, and hopefully, maybe we'll get a little more of the guy with the silent H it's before the end H. of the month. Before the end of the month. So, uh, yes, again, I'm Mr. Fuentes. Um, I do music. You can check me out on my Spotify or Apple Music or uh, anywhere you stream music. Possibly even this podcast. You just search Mr. Fuentes. And it'll pop up. I wear a mask over my face with a giant red smile with words on it. Um, Maybe I have to wear it. So some of y'all that don't know about me and my other life uh, get to see what that looks like. Um,
1: Sounds pretty scary.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, My alter ego. Uh, Yeah. But you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at uh, Mr. Fuentes three six one. And again, thank you all for listening. And now to this guy.
1: And I am this guy. The bad guy in the cage. Um, Mr. Silent H. Of course, the usual. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Um, some stuff, I guess. Promote. Um, we have a new episode of Uwu, Ultimate Wrestling Unpacking. It um, was a fun episode to shoot. It's out now. Um... We have a new podcast on the channel. Uh, it's known as Rob is War. It's just huh? it's another podcast about wrestling on the channel.
0: On Emo wall Productions? Emo Sawal
1: Productions, yeah. Where you, can, um, where you can subscribe on YouTube now. Yeah. It's nice. They're, I think their second episode is going to come up pretty soon, so you like wrestling, that's more wrestling content. Don't worry, worry your head. Just wanted to give them um, uh, a shout out, <laughs> and I um, think that's just about it. Well, as far as promoting was, um, yeah, it was a fun watch. Uh, Evil Dead too. Used to own this on VHS. Used
0: to own it on VHS.
1: I think I still have it. It was just that it's at my uh, parents' house. Yeah. Nice. That's our cool
0: Hell yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, uh, y'all have a good night and I um, hope y'all enjoy the podcast. And I guess we'll talk to y'all later.
1: I'm Deuces. Scary. Remember, folks, always banned a bad guy. Peace. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being for now that's a bitch!
0: Surprise,
1: Sidney. <laughs> I can't come back if nobody remembers me!